Newsbreak podcast. On an icy Cape Town morning, Angela gets dressed for her first day back at work after two months in lockdown. In her handbag, along with her car keys and glasses, is a bottle of hand sanitizer and a mask. She is a single mother of two and an educator in a metro with the highest number of coronavirus infections and deaths in the country. For her, the threat is very real. This morning, it was tough getting up. You know, I've got my two kids at home. My mom is staying with him while I'm at work. And I think they also felt the anxiety as well because they're at an age where they can understand what's going on around them. You know, when I left home, the kids jumped out of bed and they were like, Mommy, do you have to go? I'm like, I'll be safe. I'll be fine. They're like, the sanitizer, the mask. It's the first day back to prepare for the reopening of schools for hundreds of teachers. Outside her school, a line forms. Teachers will have to be screened before entering, one of several measures that will be put in place to ensure minimal infections. But is it enough to quell her anxiety? Getting to work and having to wait outside while and then your temperature getting taken and your hands being sprayed and all of that. A lot of anxiety, but on the upside, it is good to come back and have colleagues here who are having the same questions as I am, the same anxieties. We still have the same passion for young people and our country and making sure our, our youth are educated. But we are worried about ourselves, we worry about our children getting infected, and we are worried about our learners, who we call our children as well. In Durban, teachers will only return to school on Thursday. For Mary, it's a balancing act. How to teach her students while still protecting herself. I'm down with hypertension and diabetes for the past 16 years. I'm a controlled diabetic, but recently the hypertension has been not well controlled because anxiety spikes that hypertension. You're anxious. You don't know, am I going to get that work done? This child's life depends on what I do in the classroom and it makes you anxious. I'm talking about those that take their work really, really seriously. She says she finds it difficult to reconcile the decision to reopen schools with the imminent threat of higher infections in the country. If the president came out and said on day one of lockdown, that it is our desire to save lives more than anything else. When 67 people in the country were infected, we were on lockdown level 5, we took extreme measures. Now when the number of infections is climbing to over 23,000, it's okay to send somebody out there into the fire. It's okay to send us out into the trenches. Does it make sense? I don't think it makes sense. This also weighs heavily on teacher Jane. Aside from her personal safety, she is concerned about the health of her 80-year-old grandmother who lives with her. She's also like at risk and she has lots of health implications. My one brother is in matric. He's expected to go back in June. When we started this lockdown, it was because we were very concerned. But now it's not even at its peak as yet. The number of infections has risen so much and... Now we're deciding to open school. She says enforcing social distancing among learners may prove problematic for teachers. What about those people in high school who have relationships with one another? Is a reality. Even in our school, they like sometimes when they see each other, they're hugging and all of that. So it's another thing to look at. She also raises the issue of scholar transport, which she says will place students at greater risk. Majority of the children in our school, they're on scholarships as well because they can't afford the fees. So... They are like fairly poor students at our school. So they travel by bus, public transport. Some of them have lift clubs. I wouldn't 
understand how that would be very safe and they sit all together in like a small coolie. Educators are faced with the dilemma of saving the academic year and saving lives. John is also a high school educator who says there are more options that should be explored. Salvaging the academic year is very important. Yes, we could salvage it, but not at the current rate. What we could be doing is we could be meeting them minimally, very minimally, like possibly a day or two in that week. We could be um, using infrastructure, which they have not developed, online infrastructure, even if they use the common WhatsApp and, and, and Zoom and stuff like that to get across to our kids. News break. Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.